Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, love. I wanted to tell you a little bit about my app, Affirm It. It's an app I've created to help you practice affirmations, manifestation, and spirituality. It has thousands of daily affirmations that you can affirm and swipe through, including exclusively curated collections for just what you're going through, from anxiety to confidence, to career growth to love, and so much more. You're going to have unlimited access to our library of meditations, visualizations, and our signature guided affirmations when you join. Affirm It is a place you can come to to work on your self-improvement through our guides, practices, and journaling. One of my favorite features the app has is our affirmation notifications, which can help you easily affirm anytime, anywhere. I like to call them the good kind of notifications. Start your free seven-day trial by heading to the show notes and clicking the link, or go to your phone's app store and search for Affirm It. After our free trial, the subscription is just $4.49 a month or $44 for the entire year. We can't wait to see you in the app. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. This is Pyle, and today we're going to be talking about a little bit heavier of a topic. I am going to be sharing just about my relationship with my body. I've talked about this a little bit, but recently I posted a Reels that It kind of was sharing that like no matter at what age we are, we all have this tendency to just not love our bodies and it's never enough. Um, It talked about like when I was 12, I wanted to have a different type of body when I was 16. I wanted different when I was 20 and it kind of went through all these different phases. It was an audio I found and it resonated with a lot of you. And so I just wanted to talk about it a little bit further. I'll actually link that reels because I did such a horrible job just explaining it right now. I'll link that video because the woman who actually spoke it, spoke it so beautifully and it hit home for me and so many of you. And I just wanted to really acknowledge that like, hey, you're not alone if you are working on loving your body a little bit more. And it's not even that like we're not grateful for our bodies. It's just those social constructs and the pressure that we feel around our bodies need to be a certain way. I've battled that for so long and I've battled that until recently. And I'm going to just talk about the different things that have come up and different changes that I've noticed and a really honest and raw reflection on like when I realized I wasn't doing it for myself. And when I realized that, what it felt like to actually simply just do it to take care of my body or do like move my body only to take care. So I'm just going to talk. I hope this resonates with you, but I just wanted to warn you, it is a little bit heavier of a topic. Um, So if you can't hear that right now, 
please skip. I am totally in understanding of it. And you can skip to the end because if you do deal with body image issues or just struggle with wanting to change your body, maybe you want to lose weight. Maybe you want to shift something physical about your body. It's kind of crazy that those are some of the most common questions I get asked. And I understand like you're not alone. It's not like you're wrong for asking that. But my intention for this episode is to hopefully help you see those desires in a different lens and what can we do differently? Okay, let's talk about my body, right? Let's just dive in. So I would say ever since I was, I think my earliest memory is first grade. So how old are you in first grade? Six or seven? Yeah. Okay. So I think six or seven. And this was not even about like my weight or anything. This was more just about being bullied about a piece of my body, right? Um, I'm Indian, so I'm hairy, very hairy. My like dad is very hairy and my mom grew up very hairy also. So I am loaded with lots of hair and it's a blessing on my head everywhere else. It's a little bit of a nuisance, right? Due to current beauty constructs, it was frustrating. And so I remember I wanted to wear shorts and for cultural reasons, my dad was like very uncomfortable with me wearing shorts for a long time. And for the first, when I wore shorts for the first time, I was so excited. I felt cool. I felt probably a little sexy at that point. I don't know if I felt sexy as a seventh grader, but I know I felt very cool. Okay. I wore my shorts. My legs were blaring with hair and I was rocking them. I felt so good. And I remember in class, um, we had desks and I will never forget this moment. And I sat there, some guy looked at me. I actually know his name, but I will not for privacy reasons, talk about his name on the podcast. I remember his name to this day. And he looked at me and like looked at my legs and was like, why are your legs so hairy? And I was like, I was I just didn't even know what to do. I didn't know that that was a problem. I didn't know that wasn't normal. I don't know why he knew legs weren't supposed to be hairy. And my gosh, the trauma and the tears and the insecurities that stemmed from that moment were so high that it forced me to stop loving that about my body. I hated my body hair in all aspects for such a long time. That's just one aspect. I was talking about something more physical like hair, but anything, I'm sure you can think of at least one moment where where you had an insecurity or someone commented on something that made you feel lesser than. That's the moment. That's what I can describe that moment as. I just felt like I wasn't good enough. And he snatched that away from me because I let him at that point too. But I felt so inferior that I felt like I wanted to just hide in my body. I just wanted to hide. And I kid you not, I hid so much that I didn't wear shorts until sixth grade. And the only time I wore shorts is when my legs were shaved. So I wore jeans for as long as I can remember or leggings or pants to cover up my legs. And mind you, we live in literally 100 degree weather. It is very hot here. So I think I have recently just shared the story, but I wanted to share this because what that did to me was it made me very insecure about my body and it made me just hate that part about my body. And I remember I would look at those pictures of myself. I would look at my little girl self and like, I felt now I feel bad that like, that little girl didn't love how cute she was, didn't love like the smile on her face. And all she could think about was how hairy her legs were because some silly kid told her and asked her why her legs were hairy. And so when I look back at those pictures of like my seventh and eighth grade self, I actually remember like 
wow, I was hurting so much. And I continue to feel that with food and with the types of food I should be eating. It's like, there's so much societal pressure on, we need to eat healthy. We have to eat salads, but, and I'm all for it. Like truly I crave that right now, but a few years ago, I didn't crave that. And I think it's really needs to be acknowledged that our bodies and the things we need and the foods we eat change the way our bodies look change. I think post-pandemic, I've heard the phrase, my post-pandemic weight, and it's just so toxic. I think just real talk, like, I don't think that's fair. Like, that's all a negative connotation. And we're forgetting to acknowledge that our bodies carried us through the pandemic and we're still here and we're still healthy and breathing. And so what if you are a little bit more curvy than you were? Like, how is that a bad thing? And why is that such a bad thing? When I think about it logically and consciously, it baffles me because it's so unfair that so many of us never feel like our bodies are good enough just as they are. Um, and including myself, right? Like including myself, I would always be like, oh, I that's not flattering on my body type. But what does that even mean? What is flattering? Flattery is I want someone else to think I look good, but like maybe they won't even like what I'm wearing. So in turn, I'm seeking their validation and their approval, or I'm trying to fit into some construct when I should, no matter what my body looks like, be able to wear what feels good to me. Um, and I truly believe that for everybody. I don't think there's one body type that shouldn't wear this, or there's a body type that's not allowed to wear that. I think that's honestly so toxic and so not fair. Oh my gosh, I'm getting like heated during this conversation. I'm sorry if you can feel that. <laughs> Let me take a second. Just take a deep breath. It's not a problem. But I just feel so passionate about this because I just don't think it's fair that especially as women, I know men um, experience this too. This is not only for women. I just am not a man. So I don't know what they experience. I think they experience it in a totally different light, like from what I've heard from Tom and other men in my life. But I just don't think it's fair that no matter who you are, no matter what gender you are, that like we don't feel good enough in our bodies. Like we feel like we have to change our bodies to be more loved and to feel more worthy. That's just so unfair. And different things that would manifest for me, different things I noticed over the years, it's been such a roller coaster for me to feel at peace with my body was I always had this pressure. I needed to work out. I needed to move my body and moving my body would help me get a different body, right? Which is true. Like fundamentally, if you exercise, your body will shift. However, I hated exercising, honestly. And I think it I hated it because I just like wasn't doing it because I wanted to. I was doing it because I felt like I had to. And why did I feel like I had to? I felt like I had to because I didn't feel like my body was good enough. And so those are the different aspects of like, okay, we all know exercise is important. I agree it's great for our health, but why is it, why do I not want to? Like, let me unpack that. Let me figure out why do I not want to? I don't want to because I don't like how my body looks and I don't feel like it's ever going to change and I just feel insecure and it's just this downward shame cycle. So that's one piece of it. Another big part of it for me was food. I had such a problem with food and there was one point in my life that was a very low point that I would only eat salads. And honestly, 
the amount of detrimental things it did to my health, not my body, my body did change too much. Honestly, it was not healthy, but my health, that was when I was severely anemic. That was when I would have insane headaches all the time. So I had a lot of health problems come from drastically shifting my food and having these negative connotations about a dessert or having negative connotations about bread. And I talk about this in a podcast episode about intuitive eating actually a lot, my journey with intuitive eating, and it constantly shifts, right? It's still shifting. My intuition sometimes wants a juice. Sometimes my intuition wants a nice, sugary, sweet, like coffee, milkshake sort of situation. So it always differs and it's okay to change. But like, I think the labels and the energy we put on our food comes right back to us. So say that point when I was eating all those quote unquote salads, right? I was eating healthy. I was actually malnutritioning myself. I was undernourishing myself because I wasn't getting enough protein or I wasn't getting enough carbs. Carbs are good and necessary for energy. I wasn't having a balanced diet. I was doing way too extreme. And this was so sadly, like when I was in high school and early college, like I was 16, 17 at the time. And like, all I could think about was, wow, I don't look good enough. And It's so funny to look back at these pictures because in the pictures, now my brain is like, wow, you looked so cute then. But I also know in those moments, I never felt cute. So that's the dichotomy when I'm talking about that reels is when we look at the past, we always now, compared to now, we think we looked better, right? But in those moments that we thought we looked better, we never felt good. So it's a never ending battle. And that's why I really want us to shift the narrative for your mental peace, for your inner peace, and for just the sake of feeling less stressed. Like, I think it would help us all if we could just feel okay. Yeah, maybe you want your body to shift. Maybe you don't feel horrible about yourself every time you look in the mirror. Yeah, maybe you do want to work out, but maybe it's not even for the intention of changing your body. Maybe it's for the intention of just feeling healthier. And I actually never understood that concept until about two weeks ago. So I'm going to tell you a story about my relationship with working out. I was really good at, I ran marathons. I did all of those things in college. I never liked it. I did it for everybody else. I did it because I was doing it with other people. So I never was doing those marathons and things for myself. Then I started doing hot yoga And that felt like something that I have always been doing for as long as I can remember. I've been doing yoga since I was like 14. The hot yoga felt like, okay, it's a little warmer. So quote unquote, it hits my check mark of I'm doing a workout. But actually that's the only thing that felt good to me. Did my body shift when I was doing hot yoga? I don't think so. I don't think it changed my body at all, but it was the only movement I enjoyed. But I started having thoughts. I started having, wow, my body's not good enough still. It's not all of these toxic thoughts, right? Um, Self-imposed. Nobody is telling me this. Like these are all either I'm picking up from people in my life and I'm doing it to myself. Like I take full responsibility. But then I woke up and I had this realization where I was like, I have this strong desire to just move my body and feel stronger. And I know if you're like rolling your eyes at me, I don't blame you because I've heard people say this 
And I never understood it literally until April 1st is when I started. I was like, wow, I actually want to like lift light weights and I actually want to like do a faster paced workout. And not because I want my body to shift, because I actually just wanted that sort of movement. Like my body was craving that sort of movement. So for the longest time, hot yoga has been the only thing my body has genuinely enjoyed. And I would still go to the gym with Tom once in a while. I always hated it. And I was like, get me out of here. But this is the first time I was like, whoa, I actually am enjoying this. And not because I'm trying to change anything, but because like, my body is like talking to me. My cells want this sort of energizing. And it was such a different feeling. And I've never felt that before in my 26 years of living. I've never felt that. And so it felt very cool to be like, whoa, I'm not doing this because I want to look a certain way. I'm not doing this because I don't care. I'm doing this because I'm listening to my body. I don't even know if I'm being cohesive, honestly. I'm kind of just ranting. But what I'm trying to say is like loving your body and having a good body image is not about loving the way you look because it aligns with social constructs. It's about feeling good genuinely from the inside out and having a beautiful relationship with your body where you have a mutual relationship. You can listen to it. You can talk to it. You hear from it. You honor it. Like that's to me what body, true body positivity and truly having a great relationship with your body is. And honestly, I will be honest with you. Once I started doing it because I wanted to, not because I felt like I had to, not for the result of shifting my body, just because I simply wanted to, and I felt at peace, my body did start to shift. And I'm not going to pretend like that didn't happen. It did happen. And I was like, it's just so funny the way the universe works and the way our minds and bodies work is when we stop trying so hard and we do things from the intention of just feeling better, we do things from the intention of because we want to, not because we have to, things really fall into place. So it's a very, very powerful mindset shift. And I hope this is helpful. I hope it's helpful to hear my story that being at battle with your body, it is never ending. And I don't know when that'll stop for you or if you even experience this. But what I can say is there is a space and there is a possibility where you are doing the classic, quote unquote, classic things that serve your body, but not for the results that you're looking for, but just because you actually want to, because your body wants it, not because you consciously are trying to shift your body, but because your body is like, hey, I think this is actually gonna help me. I think I can work better. And what I notice is I typically have a very um, fast heart rate. And in this same time that I was just listening to my body, I found an amazing acupuncture person. He is like my go-to. We go every week and it's energy work and body work. And it has shifted the way I feel about my body because I get to feel all the energy that's within my body. And it's such a beautiful feeling. I'm not looking at how skinny I look or how non-skinny I feel. I'm looking at whoa, my body is a freaking awesome vessel. Like it is a very different way of looking at your body. And so if you want to feel this, if you want to tap into this, I do have a little bit of, of a spiritual practice you can use inside of the app. I have some resources you can dive into and I won't dive too much. I know this is a longer episode than usual, um, but I have body positivity affirmations. Now, 
For someone who is trying to lose weight, a lot of people are like, well, I have a positive body image. Well, truly, if you're trying to lose weight, I, and I'm sorry if I offend you, I don't think you have a positive body image because I think my definition of a positive body image is we love our bodies as it is. I think losing weight is very different than having a positive body image. I think losing weight comes to health versus positive body image comes to, I feel good. So that's where I think the distinction is. So I've body positivity affirmations. I have a visualization for loving your body. It's so powerful. I really recommend this to anybody um, just to connect to your body. And then lastly, I have a little guide of just connecting to your body. Here I dive into the energetics of your body, talking to your cell, healing different parts of your body. I know I mentioned some of my things like anemia. I used to have a really fast heart rate and It was all of the combination of these things like I'm teaching you, like my affirmations, this visualization, and just connecting to the energy and the essence of my body. That's really helped me. So I will link these tools in the show notes for you. And my biggest takeaway, I don't necessarily have like a tangible takeaway today is it's okay if you're at battle with your body and I hope this practice helps you. But what I really invite you to just listen and hear me out is like, why are you at your battle with your body? Like, are you willing to stop the battle? Because I really feel like it could be never ending because it was, and it felt like it was never ending for me because I would look at my old pictures and I would only remember how bad I felt in those old pictures. But now my current self was like, wow, you were so cute and you were so sweet in those moments. But in that time, I know consciously I was not okay. And I feel like that's always how it's going to be. And I really want to break that cycle. So I hope this resonated with you. I really appreciate you staying until the end. Um, And just thank you for being here. Thank you for loving on the podcast. If this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to DM me, share this on your stories. It just helps spread the word so we can just help make a beautiful ripple effect on the world around us. So thank you for being here. I love you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Whether you're new to my community or you've been here for a while, I think it's really obvious that affirmations are very important to me. The reason they're so important to me is because affirmations have truly helped me manifest my dream job, my dream home, my dream business, my soulmate, and everything in between. And I truly feel like it's my duty to share that forward with you. I've created a totally free masterclass called Affirmations 101, where I teach you how to create your own affirmation practice using the same techniques I use to manifest everything I just talked about. It's absolutely free. So head to the show notes below and just click the link for affirmations 101 and you can get started right away. I hope you enjoy and I hope this helps you on your journey. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you could rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today, and I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy.